Howdy. Hello. Hello. All right, Dylan. Well, I'm very glad that you're here, but I am going to keep it 100 with you, which means we are just going to go right into it, and I'm just going to ask you the first question. Okay. Yep. Ready? Very. All right. So what was something that you feared so much that when you look back at it now, it makes you feel silly? Um, putting myself out there, definitely. Um, allowing myself to try things new in front of other people and not be good at it right away and struggle and have failures and do all of that. Now I look back on that and can't believe that I stopped myself from doing a lot of things I really wanted to because I just thought I was going to suck. Things that you stopped yourself from doing? Um, I really wanted to take dance classes ever since I was a little girl. Convinced my mom to let me do it, and shortly after starting those classes, I had to stop. Um, I would blame it on a tummy ache or whatever, but at the end of the day, it was because I was embarrassed to be doing stuff in front of other people that I was struggling with. Well, you probably did actually have a stomach ache, but that's the. (laughs) But that's such the little kid go to of like, yeah, my stomach hurts, but it's because I'm nervous and embarrassed and all these things that I didn't really need to be. Well, no, but like, I feel like your your body was like telling yourself like, hey, I don't want to do this, but your parents weren't there to be like, hey, it's natural for you to feel nervous, or it's natural for you to have. Because I don't even like the word nervous. I don't even use the word nervous. And you know me that I don't, I really love word choice. Oh, yeah. So much to me. Like, my kid is never going to hurt. And I think I probably told you this when I was on the table. But my I kid do. Is never gonna do you remember this? Stressed or, like, overwhelmed or nervous. Because it's like, dude, your body's just priming itself right now. You don't know how many times I've used that exact example for other people. When they're right. about to start a new job or do a new venture in their life. And they're just like, I'm just nervous. Like, really? That's excitement. Yeah, my tummy aches. Like, yeah, of course it does. Your body's like, hey, you probably shouldn't have ate that yesterday. Like, so no. Because honestly, it's like, I feel like it's like a check system too. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's excitement. But your body's like, okay, am I ready to go? Oh, I probably shouldn't have had that yesterday. Like, I got to go to the bathroom. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's true. It completely is. And so you've you've literally found yourself not and here's the cool thing you've not only found yourself that you used to fear things and you look at it and you're like god that's silly you now look at other people's fear and you go why yeah i'm like that you should use that as inspiration to just go do the damn thing i don't know when i start to feel that and i know you don't like the word nervous <laughs> i it just gets me so freaking jacked up that I'm just well, like, we're like, about to do this. Mean you're nervous, it means you're jacked. Exactly. Yeah. And once you view it as that, it's even more exciting. Like my so, knows something big is about to happen. So when you are talking to people, when you are mentoring, well, I wouldn't say mentoring, but when you're just being a friend, like when I honestly believe a friend is somebody that tells you it's straight and is like going to push you towards something that's uncomfortable. How do you, pu- how do you push them? Well, I'll ask them what it is that they want or what it is that they feel like they're going to achieve by doing this. And then I ask them why they haven't done it yet. And you get the fumble of, uh, 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 and then you get a lame ass <laughs> excuse. And then I just will like, let them sit on that for a second. And then I'm like, yeah, but, but why? And sometimes they get pissed off because I don't right. think people question other people like that. 
but a lot of times they'll come back to me a few days later, a week later and be like, you're right. I thought about that. And I don't really understand why I'm holding myself back. And you know, what's fascinating about that. And I talk about this on the podcast a lot is you aren't telling them what to do. You're helping them see their own lives and their own insights. From a different perspective, I feel like we close ourselves off because we're, we can be very tunnel vision, one track way of thinking. And so sometimes you just have to have somebody go in and sort of shake up what you had set as standards for yourself. And it really makes you reevaluate it, which you did for me. Which I truly enjoyed. And, and you know, there's there's few people in this world that I'll meet where I'll hear them hear me if that makes sense. Definitely. And I remember viscerally remember having this conversation <laughs> of the first day that I felt like you heard me. And it was like, it was probably the fourth time we had a conversation. Oh, definitely. And those were hour long conversations at a time. Yeah. And for, yeah, for those of you like that, you know, uh, are, are unaware. Um, and I'll put this probably in the show notes is like, you know, I, I got in a car accident from a drunk driver. And so I was, she called me a captive audience, but she was really the audience <laughs> <laughs> where she was working on me and trying to get my body to, you know, work and function again. And so the very, the first three hours that we talked, I remember I was just talking and I, excuse me for someone that was kind of being a fangirl or a fanboy in this world oh totally and of like oh that's so cool that you... no 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 <laughs> you're like that's not the response i want <laughs> well and it's funny because i I'm, I'm used to it to the point where the first three hours i knew you weren't really hearing me and then it was the fourth time we were sitting down and we were and our first time i was on the table that i was talking about the potential of not being your own employee or of not being an employee and like how easy it really, it would be to like learn how to do billing probably. Like, even though I never, (laughs) you were very confident in my ability to do billing. It was pretty funny. Yeah. But like, it was just like you, you, you would say something and I finally was like, and, and then there was this little click at where I heard you were like, Oh God, that's right. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, she's here. You're like, welcome. And so has it, it been cool for you to see like other people like have those moments of like, okay, they're, they're like, it's, they're, they're inspired by what you do. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you're inspired. And, but is there a moment where you feel like they hear it and they're like, okay, you're present. See, I feel like you would have seen the twinkle in my eye, but you were face down on the massage table. So you didn't, but there is something where it's like, it's, you see it click in their head. And then they start asking the qu- the right questions and digging right. a little bit deeper right. instead of just doing the, uh-huh, yeah, sure, whatever, which most right. people do. And I feel like half the time when you're talking to people, they're not really listening to you anyway. Well, this is our favorite thing to talk about. And I actually hadn't brought up this up in forever because I just moved on to focusing on other things. Um, but the script and I'll let you go ahead and explain what the script is. So we, um, have all grown up in this society of you ask people, how are you doing? But you're expected to respond with, I'm good. How are you? Even if you're having the worst day in the world, we talk about boring, basic things, but don't go in further. And if you deviate from the script at all, 
throw them for a loop and say, actually, I've had not the best day and you want to talk about it. You see this look of terror on their face because they're actually having to think about the conversation that's being had. Yeah, they actually have to like step into the present moment and be like, oh, Oh, we're doing this. We're here okay, now. Like we're, but we're not like we're not like having like a formal dinner with my grandparents right now. Why are we talking about something that's like serious? This isn't Thanksgiving, the one time a year where we actually have a conversation with our family at the right. <laughs> and, and and honestly, if you think about it, like I feel like that is the only time where people like check in because I mean we don't do. I would say the wide majority of people probably don't do like family dinners and stuff like that anymore. But I remember the first time I went to my family's Thanksgiving and my aunt went around and asked very high quality questions. And she's a very, very, very successful woman. Um, See, like she's like a vice president of IBM. So very successful. And I remember she was asking everyone all these questions. Like nobody even knew how to answer them because they were just so like, oh, these are real. And people don't know how to be real anymore. And I don't know. Maybe they know how, but they're scared to be real and raw and honest because we're all supposed to be on this script and if you're going off the script you don't know how the other person is going to respond to you being wrong i don't know i i i feel like people are are understanding that they like they want a different life at this point but i feel like they i think we're getting to the point and this is what we talked about a little bit before is like they're, they're starting to know the right answers and so to the unsuccessful people like you like if you ask someone a question and we talked about this before like they'll give you an answer that would be adequate but instead you're like okay yeah but why and you dig deep exactly and i feel like a lot of people uh, along that whole being woke thing they're using words like manifestation but Mm -hmm. beyond thinking about it while they sip their coffee in the morning what are they doing to truly manifest that into their life so I think what we could just what we you and I could both agree on is that there's like a new oh definitely script. like so like I I think in the last especially since you and I were working together which has been a couple of years now um yeah a couple of years I think so a couple of years like the the script used to be hey how are you and I and I would say over forty probably the script might be the same so I don't know I about that so. but like in our in our generation I feel like there's a new script of oh I'm just I'm hustling, tackling the day, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, there's a new script about success principles and, and podcasts and like little fads and entrepreneurship. Yes. And I think that there's definitely this big correlation between people feeling like if they're busy, they're successful Mm -hmm. and they're putting their hands in all these different pots that aren't really bringing them anything but they're running around like a crazy person day and night because they're just so busy and successful but at the end of the day is all of that energy and effort really turning into something that's beneficial for them yeah and i actually this is a question i wasn't gonna ask you but i'm curious to know is it easier for you to sleep at the end of the day right now than it used to be i would say definitely i'm happier with the direction my life is headed and what I'm spending my time on. I mean, I have the, the the typical business owner anxiety, but I would say that that I can handle a lot better and sleep better with than this whole, what am I even doing with my life? Right. Cause I, I feel like that's what happens is like at the end of the day, even if I put forth, you know, 
eight hours of marketing on myself that's extremely fun for me but difficult and challenging and then you know four hours of, of basketball and working out that's super challenging and whatever like if i when i put forth an entire day which happens very often pretty much every day i lay down and it's so easy to fall asleep because no matter how challenging it was like there's that sense of like man i really left it all you were out there day. doing the damn thing yeah and and i feel like when you're setting goals and manifesting and 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 have all the right dialogue and then you just are living a i don't want to say average because i'm not trying to be ever trying to be rude or like to people because there's certain people that just love their life they love working 40 hours and they have a job that just makes them happy and they sleep totally fine and like for those people hey yeah that's awesome. you know. but for the people that yeah fucking i'm happy for you but like for the people that like say that they want all these things and they have a ton of dialogue and then they don't act but then they they feel like pretty good, like about their, their conversations throughout the day. Like, yeah, I talked about manifesting and being successful in entrepreneurship and I'm, I'm an influencer on Instagram, YouTube. <laughs> At the end of the day, I guarantee like once they turn everything off and a lot, the majority of people that I end up helping, they're like, man, at the end of the day, like I just, I struggle with sleeping. It's like, yeah, because you were distracted all day with your Netflix and your Disney plus and your Hulu <laughs> and your fucking Xbox and your call of duty and your Fortnite. That by the time you finally laid down all your thoughts that you didn't do and all of your inaction that you didn't do when you had all this big talk and you put this big profile on Instagram, that hits you because you're the one that just went to bed with your thoughts. Right. And you're the one that has to kind of marinate on the fact that what did you do today other than have conversations? If you're living your life just to have conversations and spew shit out of your mouth, what is the point? Have conversations with purpose. And use those conversations to light a fire under your ass. Don't just talk to talk. Right. And I guess that's a perfect segue into the second question of like, so you watch, you'd watch people live like a life that you wanted. Like they had either the, the joy that you wanted. They had the, like, in, uh, they didn't have fear or inhibitions and they would just try different things. And you had, and you were just like, fuck it. At one point you're like, I'm just going to do this. Like, what was that point? Because I feel like there's so many people that need to get to that point and they need that push. But it's like, what was the point where you're just like, no, I'm just going to try this. Like, I'm not 40 like my maybe my role model is, but I don't want to wait till I'm 40 to have that. So I uh, when I started massage school, I always had this idea in my head of wanting to start my own business. But then that overlying fear of not being adequate, not being good enough, not being prepared kept me from doing that. And I've been a massage therapist for almost seven years. And I hit a point where my comfortable space, my place of employment just wasn't comfortable for me anymore. I was starting to resent massage. And that's when I realized that I was doing something wrong. Something that made me so happy was now the reason why I was grumpy every day. I was overworked and underpaid and it made me really resentful. Right. But how how did you get to that point? Because there's other people that are working that are comfortable in their job, but how do you take something that's so comfortable, that was so comfortable for so long, and then how does it all of a sudden become not so comfortable? I really thought about the fact that if I was going to keep down the path I was of being an employee, working the hours that were set for me at the pay that was set for me, I wasn't going to be able to travel the way I wanted to. I wasn't going to be able to provide my brother with the things he needed and life experiences I feel like he should have. 
I basically dug my grave and was laying in it. And I, and I, your brother, yeah, I have a brother that's 10 years younger than me. And just, for yes. For um, so really, I think I'll, honestly, now that I'm saying this, he was a big driving factor is do I want to be an example and a role model of you just get comfortable and wiggle in and get cozy and just ride the wave. And I don't want him to live his life that way. I need to start living my life in a, in a realm and an, an example that would be inspiring to him. But just by the way you sound that, even the way you phrase that, it doesn't sound like you were ever really that comfortable. It sounded like you were just kind of like, well, I'm just kind of Oh, bills this. were paid and I had a car and whatever. So, I mean, it could have been worse. I think that was more the verbiage I had. It, my life could be so much worse than it is, but also could be a lot better. But you just have to be willing to put yourself out there. And I think I had just reached the end of my rope with just being comfortable and complacent. Because now that I'm actually thinking about it and you said that, maybe I really wasn't that comfortable. But I was just going through the motions of what I thought I needed to be doing. Now, and you said you had a, a, you have a studio teacher in your life, too, that's also kind of helped you because i mean because what i guess what i meant was is like your role model at the time when I, we were first talking was like in her 40s and she had started her own massage parlor and you were like god that just that seems so nice and i was like yeah why don't you do that and you're like oh i don't like well and like i i guess when i looked at it it just seemed so simple of well i know you can do it you have you're really good with people most of the people that come to this place come here because of you do you realize it not to be rude to the place because i absolutely love the family that um own the the place that you worked the place that you were an employee but it was like if 10 people come here because of you if you went to another place they would go there because of you like it just seems so simple from the outside perspective but like i guess that was the point of what i meant was like at one point you're like okay well when i'm it was when i'm this age then maybe i can do it was that like the, your, your thoughts at the time? I don't even know if I put an age on it. I just sort of felt like I was just sort of floating and maybe one day an opportunity would present itself and like I would deal with that then instead of creating it <laughs> for myself. Oh yeah, like somebody was going to come knock on my door and be like, here's the life you wanted. <laughs> like It doesn't work like that. <laughs> But I think having you who True. has no experience as being a massage therapist saying, True. well, that doesn't seem that hard. It kind of made me realize like, well, shit, I guess it's really not. But because I had put myself in this box, I was limiting myself. And then having somebody who really had no idea about the logistics of it all be like, well, from what you've told me, I don't understand why you're not doing it. Made me What you told me sounds like you need to learn billing or pay somebody the money to do billing for you because you're going to make more money like doing this by yourself. Well, and I remember you saying, oh, you could just pay somebody to do your billing. And my um, brain immediately immediately just went into, oh my gosh, that's going to be so expensive. And now I've been doing billing for almost two years and I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, hey, I'm about ready to start paying somebody else to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so then you took the leap. And I, I remember how how happy I was for you. 
um like you 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 seemed nervous but it was like it was that same like it just you seemed excited but like your tummy ache wasn't letting you call out like you're like no i'm gonna do this i let my little tummy ache get in my way too much in my life so it's like you're gonna power through this tummy ache and it's either gonna work or it's not gonna work but at least you tried right And, and it was so cool to see that like from an outside perspective and especially from someone who um like just saw potential. I see potential in everybody as human beings. I see literally, I literally see limitless potential in every single person that I meet. And especially when they start to have any type of introspective, like thoughts of like, Oh shit, like, what am I doing? You're just like, like Oh good. <laughs> like, I'm here. <laughs> here it comes. She's about to fight back and like take back her life. Cause I, you know, people, people will say like, Oh, you know, when I, move somewhere else and maybe my life will be different or maybe when i have another job then our life it's like no because it you're just like you will literally process with you exact same thing yeah you're you're gonna attract the exact same things into your life every single place you go until you start to fight back in that and I, the only thing about it is like if there really was a god it's like he's gonna be like oh good you actually give a shit about your life you're fighting back yeah right way to be out there and doing it yeah so you take the sleep and how and it was fascinating to me, like, okay, she took a leap in her business life. I wonder if it's made it easier for her to take leaps in like her personal life, or even it's had an impact at all. Oh my God. It is amazing. <laughs> so my whole stage fright thing from my youth translated over into my relationships with other people. And as I had mentioned to you before, I have always been kind of the buffer person, the mediator making sure that everything in a situation is going smooth. But honestly, that was stopping me from vocalizing my real thoughts and opinions on things. And so like, Oh yeah. And so it was, I just realized it's one of those things where it's like, well, if I had the confidence to run with this dream that I had, why wouldn't I be confident enough to just say how I'm feeling? Or express my real opinion on something. Because you know what? Sometimes it's going to piss people off. But either it's going to piss them off and get them thinking. Or they're just going to be pissed off and not be in your life anymore. And like I also said, that weeded a lot of people out of my life. Where it's just like, I have a vision and I'm driven. And if you want to jump on that train, feel free. But if that's moving too fast for you, move along. Was it was it hard for you to get to the point of of understanding of man this person maybe won't be in my life anymore oh i still struggle with that i won't lie but you have to realize that you have to be getting equal uh, equal energy Uh or anything that you're putting into something and if you feel like something is sucking the life out of you maybe it does need to go and that doesn't make it any easier necessarily but once those wounds heal you're going to be so much better oh god yeah And, and the other people that you meet that have similar energy levels and similar like ability to show love and take leaps definitely and then you can surround yourself with a group of people that can inspire you and i have friends who are doing all different kinds of things but they're passionate about it and it gets me excited to talk to them about it right absolutely which was completely different from two years ago definitely (laughs) i feel like it's night and day difference and me as a whole Right. Well, and uh, as it should be, but I, I guess this is something too I want to ask is is saying your truth in real time. Um, there was a there was a goal that I started coming up with when I first was kind of 
changing my life five, six, I don't know how many years ago. Um, and it was, I just want to tell the truth all day. Like in real time, if I see someone who looks like amazing, like this, this lady walked in, uh, or this girl walked in in a dress, a sundress in November in Oregon. Of all <laughs> And there was thir- there was thirty there was thirty other guys around because I'm in a basketball gym in Corvallis, Oregon. And she walked in, and I was like, "Oh my!" I was like, "You look so good in that." And she kind of just looked over at me with this nice little smile, and she goes, "Thank you." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Did they pay you to look that good?" <laughs> and it was such a it was such a genuine like there was no I mean obviously you know me there might be some people that are listening for the first time who are like. but like no it's a it just came from a very genuine place where i felt like i could say that in front of all 30 people and just be like no i want to blow you up for a second and just make you feel amazing if you're good man sometimes well you know i was just like you just look so good in that and then it turned into a just a simple conversation and then i just walked away i didn't ask for a number or anything like that because i didn't feel the need to but i feel the need to always state my truth whatever that is and if I can go an entire day of just saying my truth, I know the day is going to go pretty damn well. Definitely. Because like, and even though like the simplest things and that's the last quick little conversation part I'll, I'll say, and then I want to, I want you to, to touch on this is I was having a, a wonderful day with one of my best friends that I hadn't caught up with in about a year in California recently. And he was talking about how he works, um, is doing like engineering and is on some projects for the U S air force and is literally on the base in Los Angeles. And I was like, is the little kid in you kind of being like, Ooh, this is super <laughs> cool. Every once in a while. When you, when, like, cause I was like, when you said that there was that part of me that was like, Ooh, cool. Like, and it was such a moment of honesty that I was like, I was like, what a cool question. What a cool question that I would have never asked before. Because I would have just continued along some script of, oh, well, how do you, you know, you, do you like your boss? And I would have just went to like the next question. But the real true question in my heart was like, ooh, Air Force. I was like, does your ego kind of like your little child ego get a hit from that? I was like, and not in a bad way. <laughs> You're like, because mine's jacked right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine was, I was like, and it was such an honest question. And we had such a great time catching up in for like three or four hours. And he's like, you know, I forgot that you were one of the people that I could stand to hang out with. For <laughs> well, hours. it's because you're real. When you're just on that script with someone, eventually you run out of dialogue. And then oh, that, you can sit there and stare at each other, wait for one person to pull their phone out. <laughs> well, it's funny. And people can people can know this right now. But we were we had a great we were having a great back and forth and dialogue. And it was just so good. And then we started the podcast and I was like, Oh shit. I went to the script mode for a second. And I was like, delay. And I got to call you. Delay, call you <laughs> we need to have like a moment of deep breath. <laughs> yeah. I just need to take a second to be like, okay, I haven't done relatable role models in a while. And I love these, but I need to take a second because I'm being scripty and like podcasty right now. And I'm about to like, well, I, I heard <laughs> the change in your voice and you're like, all right, I need two minutes <laughs> yeah. to say that. Because that can be applied to a lot of different things. That sometimes you really do just need to be like, give me like a second. I'm not giving up. I just need a breath. And then let's do this again. Oh, oh, absolutely. And, and that's and that's what we've talked about so much is it's not that it's just you just got to start fucking start. And then once you start, you're like, oh, no, this doesn't feel right. You can feel that viscerally. 
and you need to have the ability to shut it down for a second and just be like, no, I just need a breath. That's really all it is. Like, well, there's literally been games. I've had basketball games where uh, I was like the first quarter and I wasn't playing very well. I left and went to the bathroom really quick and just like, I was, and, you know, because you got to pee, you got to pee. And so I just pretended like I needed to go to the bathroom. And I just went and washed my face, washed my hands. And I completely, and one of the questions, because it's so important and people need to know this, what questions you ask yourself in the moments of when you're like going mm-hmm. too fast. And the question you ask yourself is going to be whether you can turn it around or not. And the question I was asking myself is, okay, what if I've never, what if I've never been here before? What if Dalen and I have never talked? Talked. That's literally the question yeah. I asked myself before I called you back. Like, what if we've never talked? Because now I'm just coming at a sense of curiosity of where the conversation will go, which is why these podcasts end up turn out so well. Cause it's just like, Oh, it's just curious. And it's wonderful. It's so, and it's real. I feel like I have a nasty habit of when I start to get overwhelmed, I rush through things. And uh-huh. I don't know if that's just me being like, Hey, let's get this over with. But I have to take a moment and look at myself in the mirror and be like, bitch, slow down. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess what questions are you asking when, it's going too fast. And then what questions do you finally ask yourself when you do slow down? I think when I'm moving too fast, I'm asking myself, like, why do you feel like you need to do this at this speed? What is it that's pushing you to move so quickly? And then usually I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Anxiousness, nervousness, stuff that. Are you sure? Because it's those those sounded like kind of slow moving questions. So my, cause my guess is usually it's like, what the fuck is going wrong? Like what's happening? Like you, I usually, I feel like that's the question that's your subconscious is asking yourself in those moments of like, what's happening. Cause I feel like the other ones were a little more reflective and slow. I would say more with myself. Like I know what's happening. And so it's just like a matter of like, why? Like that's super, that's super cool that it, that your brain is that you go into reflective oh because i've been doing that song and dance my entire life so i can skip over the first (laughs) part and just go right to the reflective piece interesting all right well let's jump back to uh real talk real quick um so now that do you feel like it's 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 freed yourself up and do you feel just happier when you go through a day and you're just real and like someone will say something, you're like, no, this is the real response that I have for it. And, and that's completely. Um, I don't have those thoughts as I'm falling asleep of, Oh, I wish I would have said that. Or why didn't I do oh. that? When it's just like, well, if I have that feeling, of course I'm going to filter it a little bit. Cause sometimes I can be a little abrasive. Right. So I'm like, pick the right okay. verbiage, but just say it because then I don't have to stew over. Oh, well things would have went differently if I just would have said what I was thinking. And then we go back to it. Then you're sleeping better. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Weird how that works. Full full circle. If you just, you know, I I actually made a comment on a YouTube post one time about speaking your truth or your true. Oh, is it? Everyone has a truth inside of us. And and this guy was like, well, technically truth is. Oh, my God. can't have a truth inside. Like, what the fuck? I was like, this guy. (laughs) Like, don't take it out on us because you're miserable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I would, well, speaking of being miserable, like I love to see when people value themselves. Cause a lot of times when people continue to take the same job or they continue to have the same friendship or they continue to 
you know, because some people be like, well, why do I let people walk over me, walk all over me? It's like when you value yourself enough, you will stand up, you will say your truth, you will do things. So it's like, how much do you see yourself as value as a value right now? And then how do you help other people like see that value in yourself and then in their and themselves as well? Um, I feel like. I was sort of a hidden little gem for a really long time. I would have certain people that would come into my life and tell me what a great person I was and how much I had to offer, but I didn't necessarily believe it myself. And I had to collectively sit down and think about all of these different instances of like, actually I am a really good person and I do have this to offer and I'm driven and motivated and honest. And I think because I just radiate that now, it's weeding out the people that I'm quote unquote too much for and attracting the people that are uh, like-minded or wanting to be on that same path. And I, what a, what a, ah! <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, 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 I did I just yeah, get you on that one? Well, it's just, it's such an incredible sentence. Cause it's like, no, you were just my friend. Like, 30 minutes ago but now I'm too much because I'm successful yeah. and happy what and I'm willing to be I too much I in people's know. eyes if that means that I get to be happy and living my best life like I'll be too yeah, much over here succeeding goodbye <laughs> so so how do you help other people feel that value or do you feel like you have to because the people that have kind of left gave up on their own value um i feel like the people who left had never really seen their value to begin with and me questioning them about what they're doing in their life and their wants and desires was too much for them and the other people i think they're proceeding with a little bit of caution because they know i'm gonna hit them with some truth bombs that they have been avoiding but they want what i have and they want what i'm doing so they're willing to hear it you got to just listen. That's the thing is like, you cannot take people's constructive criticisms as an attack. If you're asking for advice, right. take it as advice. Well, and you're really, really, really going to hear the truth. Like, cause once, once you get to a point when, and, and this might be true across the board, once you value yourself and you value joy and, and like just achievements and, and having fun and really just sincerely loving your life and loving others, you see every truth and so you'll you'll you just hear people talk and you're like no no like you're you you don't want to be like you're wrong but you'll hear them talking it's just like this is this is you you, it's like a big whiteboard and like i i was telling you before like there's certain there's certain words and when you hear it's like they're horrible words and they have so much power and you're like wow did you really just say that like did you not hear what you and that's the thing i don't think people do and so you have to repeat back to them almost what they just said or have responses mm-hmm. like you had with me where you're just like huh well it doesn't seem that hard <laughs> like oh shit you're right well, i feel well i feel like a lot of where my power comes from is the um i i'm so sure of it that it's like you're gonna they, it's it, it's i call it normals so to me like starting a business and trying something is just so incredibly normal to me that like I wanted to make sure that you knew how simple that sounded to where you're like, Oh, wait, wait, what? Cause like they, even like when someone's like, they're like, Oh man, I feel kind of sick. 
and they feel because what it is is people completely they feel stuck and they're in a victim mindset and so to anyone else they're like a fan of and they're not they don't they don't think it's possible for them but they're like oh i'm a fan of you and i appreciate you but it's not possible for me because i'm a victim and i'm stuck because of this 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 and this right bullshit but what i what i love to do is and you can take this um and use it yourself or you probably already do is my guess is I make it so normal that you have no choice but to hear it. Cause it's like, no, no, that's, that's normal. Like, why don't you just have somebody like, why don't you pay someone to do the right? Building? And you're like, Oh, well, but what that's just going to be expensive. Well, yeah, but you're going to be making like three times the amount that you're going to make here. And so it was nothing that I didn't already people. know, but hearing it and somebody else's voice was just like, Oh, right wake up call well in the simplistic nature it was it's it was normal to me to take a quote-unquote risk because to me you were taking a much bigger risk having your fourth person walk in and and then not being able to be the best massage therapist that you wanted to be because you were like oh god and that was such a vicious cycle of me beating myself up because i couldn't be there 100 percent for every person and it was just like oh my god i'm just like never gonna win but you're in control well, and, of your own destiny. So if you don't like it, you have to just exactly. do something about it. Exactly. And I feel like you feel so much value for yourself. And the other thing is too, and now when you look at other people that want to take a leap, you're like, oh, that's normal. Like you should, like just why? Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, do ahead. it. <laughs> are you like, are you starting like in five minutes? Are you like, yeah, like what's the timeline on this thing? <laughs> Right. And so I guess it, it must be so cool for you to be able to empower others. I feel like I am kind of seeing the world in a little bit of the perspective that you did when we first met, where people come up to me and they're just like, oh, my gosh, you're doing so much. You're an inspiration. I'm a fan, uh-huh. the fangirl thing. And yep. it's just I just kind of laugh and I'm like, this could be you, too. And then we could all just be badasses together. Because that's like the ultimate goal is having a friend group of people that are all just killing it in different aspects. You know, and this is literally what happened when I went and saw that friend yesterday or two days ago. We had such a great time. We had such real conversation and so much fun. And it was like, you know, we see each other maybe four or five times a year because we're both just trying to do things. He's trying to be an incredible producer. DJ DJ Moosetrack, shout out. He's amazing. Um, and he, we both have the understanding of, man, if we both just keep trekking, we can spend like a month together. Exactly. Instead of Tuesday night at like our favorite barbecue spot. Totally. Well, and I feel like I have eliminated some people from my life that expected a lot in the sense of we need to hang out multiple times a week and you need to be talking to me all the time. But it's like, if we're like out here doing the shit we need to do. We're not going to have time to just be sitting there staring at each other. But then when we do get the opportunity to get together, we've done so much that we have such a richer conversation. Right. There's, there's so much more to do. There's so much more to do. Exactly. Like, oh my God. Well, then you go beyond the script because you haven't been living on the script for however long. Yeah. I I don't, I don't like. Burn the script. (laughs) Burn the script. That's what the title is. Uh, title is. I like it. Burn the script. 
per the script and feeling value. Um, speaking of podcasts, um, I know we joked about this, but like, are there any podcasts that you do listen to before I talk, we talked about the fact that we don't listen to hardly anything anymore, but are there some that you would still recommend to others? Um, I would say, honestly, the only podcast that I listen to pretty regularly has really nothing to do with success, but it teaches you to just find lightness and humor and things and acceptance in yourself. And that's my favorite murder. Don't know if you've ever heard it, but they talk a lot about mental, mental health. Um, yes, it's interesting. <laughs> You'll just have to check it out. I'm not going to try to describe it to you. Um, but before, I mean, I would be listening to motivational podcasts to try to light a fire under my butt. But I'm to this point now where I don't feel like I need to be reminded. I'm already living it. Yeah. And, and you know, that's that's the point that I really want people to get to is and it's the point I, I just noticed. I had just a notice like it was even recently. It was probably like a month ago almost. Where I was like, man, I really don't listen to any podcasts. And if I do. I usually turn it off after like a couple, like a couple minutes at most. Cause I'm like, no, nah, I really should be doing, I really should be, <laughs> I really should be doing like, like I have such an, I have such an appetite for doing that. As soon as I start listening to one of the podcasts I used to listen to, I'm like, ah, man, no, I already, I, I, cause I just know it. it it's so inherently. Well, different. I remember, I'm pretty sure when I met you, you were listening to podcasts like all day, every day. Yeah. And I, and I was, because even though I was, even though I felt strong and confident and I was for the majority of the part, and I was, I was actively seeking and actively doing and actively mentoring. Um, I still was shedding doubt constantly of I, I, I'm good enough. And like, I, because I had had such, uh, I had so many negative influences in my life that I needed my audio, my input to not be coming from my own head because it was coming from other people that had told me I Oof, you just it. hit me in the feels with that. <laughs> That's the truth. And yeah, so I still needed it to not be myself yet because when I still would go to my own thoughts, there was, there was doubt a mixed win with the confidence mixed in with the confusion of why do I have doubt mixed in with more confidence mixed in with maybe I should just listen to somebody else to say something nice for the next hour. And I think the fact that you took the initiative to find something that filled that is huge because so many people don't, it's like, I'm just going to keep listening to the advice from the same people that aren't taking it themselves I'm just not even going to have the conversations well, about it at all. So it's, then you're just trapped in that negative thought cycle constantly. Well, and it's not that we're listening. Cause here's the thing. It's not that we're actually listening to advice <laughs> of others. It's that we've heard it enough that it's our own voice is no longer totally. ours. So like the, the voice in our head has literally been put there from somebody else. And so it's so innate and so ingrained from like your coaches, from your mentors, from your, counselors from your teachers it, even if they never gave you advice they're giving you an example of what being 42 is supposed to look like they if you it, like they're giving you an example of oh nope this is when you can take this risk because this is how i did it so it's not it's not that it's not that the voice in my head was necessarily um 
other people in my day-to-day life telling me something. It was the example that I saw because as human beings, we take in what we see and we think, okay, that's what's possible. If your friend was 80 and still running iron marathons, you would think a lot differently about being, about being 35, but there's a lot of 35 year olds out there that are freaking out because they have a 50 year old that died in, in their family. And they had a 41 year old that died in their family. And they had a 45 year old that's completely overweight and out of shape and like probably going to die within the next 10 years. And they're looking at 35 going, man, I don't got much time left. Oh, and so nobody in that family is inherently telling them, hey, you don't have much. But they're leading left. by example. The voice inside their head. Is totally. Ticking. And so that's what I meant is like my examples around me, even though we're just still not very good because I was just working a job at well, I was working a job at Top Golf, which had a bunch of teenagers and a bunch of people acting like teenagers, which I thoroughly enjoyed parts of that because I got to bring out a silly side of me that I had totally. seen in a while. There were still a lot of benefits that I gained, but the examples that I were seeing was uh, just a lot of unhappiness and like people succumbing to their normal season being like, okay, well, this is the life. It's complacency. Right. So I hopefully I kind of just went on a crazy ass tangent, um, which happened a lot when we were always on the table too, but hopefully Definitely. that makes sense. It's like, that's what I meant. Like when I, when I was listening to podcasts, it was like, it was better than the alternative, which was my own voice. Completely. And I always like the first time you told me that I was like, wow, he is like really committed to success, but it was really, you were committing to changing your thought process which allows you to be successful. And I think in a richer way. That's really big. And I, and I hope people hear that too. Cause it's like, you're, you're, we are trying so hard to, um, to change our own, like in eight thoughts, you're not trying to manifest a new life. You're trying to manifest a new belief and new normals inside of you, because that's what you're going to like work towards. If you think it's normal to like, cause there's people that I, like, I, I met a coach, um, that told me like, Hey, if you can make, uh, 10 shots in a row from this line, then you can make it. And I was like, okay. So three years later, I sent him a text and I was like, Hey, I made, I made 10 in a row. Actually I made 13 and like, it's starting to become somewhat normal for me. And he's like, great. Now I want you to be able to make 85 out of hundred. Like, <laughs> like, I just so, met this goal. <laughs> he's like, great, yeah. but more. And so 10 out of yeah, it, it was the, okay, that's cool. I've seen a million people. He, it was the, it, that it was so normal to him, probably the same way I looked at you of like, yeah, why don't you just do this? And it was so incredibly normal. His reaction, I was like, oh, well, fuck, I guess. <laughs> and he even made it seem like the 85 or 100 was going to be normal. And I was like, oh, well, I, I guess I could do it. Okay, I just need to start working towards it. Well, yeah, we can create our own normals. So exactly i feel like that's really what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a new dialogue and our new normals and our new thought processes of what's going to be expected and demanded out of our own selves when we're like well it's like i have family members that are into their 50s that have been stuck into this vicious cycle of misery and i don't know how many times i've had to present to them it's like you are in control of that you're a grown-up if you don't like the way something's happening guess what? You get to do something about it. But there are some people that just don't want to hear that. Or they just can't yeah. see it. They can't, they can't 
even though they're seeing it, it's like then they fanboy. Right. And it doesn't seem tangible for them. So I feel really grateful that I was able to switch shit up like that so early comparatively. Well, yeah, you just don't feel like a victim. No, God. It, it, being a victim isn't cute on anybody. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> um, well, and one of the things that we talked about before that I really just want you to touch on is you said something about we were talking about achievements and you're like, yeah, but then there's the unexpected achievements. What do you, what did you mean by that? Cause I literally wrote it down when you said it. Cause I was like, Oh, that kind of hit me in a, that hit me in a different way of like, yeah, you have achievements, but like, what do you wait? What do you mean? Unexpected achievements. Like, did you feel like you feel like you came across some things that you didn't even know you were going to be able to do or like, definitely. I would say when I think of that, I think of me venturing into competitive pole dancing and I honestly went into it thinking I was just going to be the best ever because I was already strong from massage. It's a different set of skills for sure. Different kind of pulling muscles, not pushing muscles. And that unlocked a piece of me of an obsessiveness, a drive that I had forgot even lived in there. And so I feel like that in and of itself, me just going to take this class to get confidence or have fun or whatever reminded me of, I am a real, really that capable person and I can do a lot. And I, I have gotten these great mentors and friendships by going to that studio and putting myself out there like, hey, the class I wanted to take was full. So I'm going to take one that's a level higher and killed it. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I am so strong. I learn really fast. All of these things that I never expected to ever get from pole dancing. And you know what's so cool about this is certain people will hear this and be like, oh, sheesh, like brag much. And it's like, no, 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 no. When you talk about that, your successes that are true to other people that are successful, it's like, fuck yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, you've been this the whole way and I already Totally. So it's so cool for me because like we hadn't caught up in a while. So it's so cool for me to hear you so calmly say how awesome you are, which is so true you believe it and for me to then think about because i'm always thinking about the listener obviously because i'm doing the podcast of the listener being like oh man she's like kind of bragging it's like no 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 don't get it twisted there's not it's not bragging it's literally just like being so i don't even know if proud's the right word but it's like you just love you you love you and you're like god i and, and, and it's so funny because i bet you if you didn't do that well you'd still have the same feelings like, because it's just, you just love the shit out of yourself. That is so completely. Good. I feel like in the last two years, I feel like there are multiple times a day where I do something and I'm just like, God, you are awesome. Like, holy shit. <laughs> that is so cool. You did that. God, that feels so good. Like giving yourself that gold star. I'm just like, no, it, it, it does. You like surprise yourself sometimes. You're like, oh, shit, that's and that's cool. the best. That's when I'll just like burst into a fit of laughter where I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even know that was in me. That's amazing. Well, it just <laughs> makes me feel unstoppable. And really, it's like, if I want something bad enough, I know I possess the capability to get that shit done. I've done that so much. Right. And you have, and you have tangible evidence where there's a lot, there be people that have said that where it's like, okay, well, show me. What do you mean? All right, so now I want to I want to shift gears for the very last question. Um, 
uh, first of all, people can come to your place at New Moon Body if they want. I guess New Moon Body Work in Beaverton. Awesome. Um, But uh, the last question I want to touch on is, you know, there will be people hearing you that are like, they will fangirl you. They'll be like, hey, or fanboy you. They're like, man, like, it's so cool for her, but like, she's different. And so one of the, my favorite reasons, the reason why I started this podcast is that, you know, I literally believe I have so much belief in everyone and their potential. And it's like, what makes you exactly like everybody else? And I'm sure we've already touched on in this podcast, but like, so it's okay if you repeat yourself a little bit, but like, what makes you exactly like everybody else, but made you just be like, you know what, like, no, like I'm going to give this like life a shot versus just going through the script. I feel like the idea of having a cookie cutter and normal existence, uh, living that perfect life that people um, get kind of sold when you're young, like you get a good job and you get married and you have kids and you buy the house and you play that game. That never really set well with me, but I was still going through all the motions, setting myself up for that. And I think it was just that realization of like, this cookie cutter shit is not for me and taking the initiative to take risks and be okay with being different and not have people understand it. I don't know how many weird looks I get from people when I'm like, I'm a competitive pole dancer and then their head like spins backwards off their head. Mm -hmm. And is there a part of you that had to learn how to say, and I love Oh, completely. Completely, because you're going to have people that you tell them what you're all about and what you're doing, and they're just not going to get it. But if you are confident in it and you say, and I love that about myself, they don't really have much to say back. Well, and I I, it's, I think I, t- I know we talked about this at some point, but the power Completely. Like when you when you really take the time, and this is for the listener. When you take the time to love yourself, every single bit of it, like for me, and you've heard this speech before. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Don't call it a speech. It's so <laughs> well, well, no, it's just, it's so fun doing this with you because you've heard all my little rants. Um, well, at least a lot of them. Oh, they're the still so ones. drilled in my but head, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I finally just was like, no, I love fact that i'm a nerd i love the fact that i'm different i love the fact that i sing i love that i fact that i play piano and that i have uh, like a ton of art in me and i love the fact in me that i just love the shit out of like women and i love the company of a woman and i love like i when i finally loved it i felt like i could finally tell people yeah like i, I literally went to a UVO hell yeah week and they're like you and it was so much fun. That made me so was, happy I mean, for was, you just now. Like, I'm smiling so big, and I don't give two shits about Yu-Gi-Oh!, but I know that that makes you happy, and that makes me happy for you. Wait. Well, oh, no, it wasn't what last week. This was... Oh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, but, you're um, killing it, Jeremy! <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, like, no, but just, like, the fact that, like, I can. The fact that I can do that kind of stuff, and just be like, no, I went, and I had so much fun. And they're like what like yeah i went to a because there was a day where i had the g league trial and then i did, went to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament that night and it was like in one day i did two things that were just incredibly fun to me or like i make tiktok videos and i learned shuffle dances and like that's uh, like, fun I'm doing like this fake acting and like lip singing and i have i've gained like almost like four thousand followers and it's just so much fun to me but it's also marketing but it's like and but the, the, the sentence i always finish it with is and i love it 
because it takes all the power away and I really could, and it means I don't give a fuck. Right. It's, it's, and, totally, it's not, yeah. and, and, it, and it's a way to say it to people. And this is what I want people to hear is like for the quirky things that you like, compet- like competitive pole dancing, some of this now becomes so awesome and a competitive like spirit for you. And it brought out a badass in you. If you can say stuff that's a little bit different and, and to help you start out with, I know it's a little bit different if you're first telling people because it just helps. Or if you're first telling people something that's truth in you and you be like, oh, well, gosh, I'm just a really honest person. And then you say it. What it does is it gives you a buffer of being able to say something that's a little bit different because now they're ready totally. to hear it. A little, a little bit more ready. And so I'm just trying to help the I'm just trying to help the listener right now as they get used to this kind of stuff of loving themselves. There is some tactics you can use of like when you start to tell the truth of like, well, okay, I'm about to be really honest with you. And then and say it like it'll just help you. But the other thing is, it's like when you say like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm literally going to be a, a Rocket League player and I'm going to be I want it to be professional. After you say that sentence, finish it with. And I love that. Because it just come, they what are they going to say? What are they you can't? Say? I mean, anything you would say to someone after they said, and I love it, that's negative. It's just them and their own little like pity party. Where it's like, you should be stoked that this person is stoked about what they're doing with their life. Exactly. No matter what. And I feel like this is really cliche, but important to hear that we are all so similar, but really it's those little quirks that make us ourselves. And you got to embrace all those pieces of you and make yourself a multidimensional person. And they're the most marketable parts. It's true. Because they're the parts that make other people be like, oh. Like you're a real person. Guy. You're not just like a, a brand influencer or whatever it is. Yep. Yep. You're not just a professional athlete that seems so unattainable. You sing and you're goofy and you do all these things that I like. To. Totally. And it's like when people follow a highlight reel that people want them to see. It makes them think that their life is actually. Oh, totally. And another thing that seems to be kind of cliche these days, but you cannot compare your day-to-day life to people's highlight reels. Like doesn't get you anywhere. (laughs) I I literally just did an episode on that. Like, well, well, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing it up this week because it's true. (laughs) Bring it up this week too. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, th- I don't really think that, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other things that we could touch on, but I think that there will be plenty of value for anyone and everyone um, who ends up listening to this. So I already knew it was going to be awesome, especially once I took a second to uh, be like, okay, let's just go back to a real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. And I really respect the fact that you took that time. Hey, I just, I need to. <laughs> it's better for everyone if we all just take a deep breath. Uh, I might even, I might even post like uh, five minutes of the other one on like another site at some point and be like, yeah, this is what happens. <laughs> Don't be people. fake. It hurts. That's <laughs> really. But I'm going to let you go. Is there any closing remarks that you want to say to the listeners? I would say. Whatever you find your thought process being fixated on, if you're not already actively doing that, pull the trigger and do it. I feel <laughs> like that'll work. <laughs>
All right, Dylan, I'm going to send you, uh, like you and I can talk off this once I, uh, once I hang up from here. But uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. And I shoot, you might want to listen to this one a couple of times. There's a lot it's of a meaty one. <laughs> thank you, Jeremy.